Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast here on this Monday, June 27th, 2022. Hopefully your Monday has kicked off great. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Guys, we're going to have a certain talking point this morning. I put a video like this on my YouTube page, but I had to remove it because it received a copyright strike and a community strike, so I had to remove it and take it down. That uh, talking point that I had before is on my podcast, Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. I'll put a link in the description if you want to hear that one as well, but I think this one will be enough. So what what are we talking about today? Cheating does cause PTSD. For those who may not know, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is a mental condition that results in a series of emotional and physical reactions in individuals who have either witnessed or experienced a traumatic event. Now, PTSD was first uh, discovered or the definition first came about when war veterans came back from war and started to experience certain health and mental conditions due to traumatic events that they experienced in war. So PTSD, when you look at it, and whenever you've heard about it or you hear about it, you may associate it with being at war or you, hey, you can also associate it with being involved in gang violence, being in a gang. When you've seen friends get killed in front of you, you've seen people get shot in front of you. Or you've seen someone get stabbed in front of you or you've seen someone killed in front of you. Any of those things are traumatic events that can cause you to have PTSD. So when we include cheating into the equation, most people don't think of cheating as being something that's connected with PSTD. PTSD, excuse me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the 10 signs that you may suffer from PTSD. We're going to break them down a little bit as they connect also to you may have experience to experience or have experienced an act of someone cheating on you. So first, let's start with number one, physical pain. Physical pain is something like if if this if this has ever happened to you and you walked in a room and you've seen the person that you're in love with in a bed with another person, and then all of a sudden your stomach starts to hurt, and you just get this rush of physical pain that comes across your body, and every time you think about that act that took place, or every time you think about anything connected to it, and every time you see the person that you love and you feel a physical pain or something just just happens in your body that's out of the ordinary, that may connect to that PTSD. 
Let's move on to number two. Nightmares and flashbacks. Now, someone who was told that they were being cheated on would nine times out of ten not experience nightmares or flashbacks. So you may think to yourself, no, I don't have that. So that means I don't have PTSD. But if you experience it, I've had that event happen with me. I experienced it. And when I talk about it to people, I can still see that act taking place. Did I have nightmares? Back then I did when it happened. And it played over and over and over and over again in my head. I talk about it many times to educate people now and to give understanding towards what I went through to help someone understand that I know what they're going through. So if you've ever walked in on someone cheating on you in the act of cheating, you're definitely going to be experiencing some flashbacks, if not nightmares. Let's move on to number three, depression or anxiety. Anyone who has been cheated on is going to nine times out of ten suffer from some form of depression. Now, some people don't think that they're depressed. They do certain things, walk outside, go hang with their friends, involve themselves in certain activities, start to drink, smoke, or take on any other, any other vices that they may feel will help them through their traumatic experience. But in all, they don't understand that they do have some slight anxiety going on there. And at night, when they're home by themselves, if they have not taken on any vices that will calm these thoughts of betrayal, you will suffer from some sort of depression. Keep it real with yourself. Excuse me. Withdrawal, number four. Withdrawal, if you was ever the type to go play basketball with your friends, you know, you went and kicked it in the local park with your homegirls. After you've been cheated on, you might not feel like doing any of those things for a couple of months. You might not even want to go out into society because you might spend a lot of time trying to figure out who you are now. See, when you're in love with someone, that, mer- that person makes you feel new. They make you feel like you have turned into someone totally different and you walk around different. You walk around with your shoulders high. You look different. You speak to people different. You smile differently. So once they betray you, all of that comes crashing down. Now you no longer feel like that person they made you feel like. Now you may feel as though you're worthless now. You no longer matter. And other people think you don't matter. But you do. Let's move on to number five. Avoidance. Now, avoidance means if you've been cheated on, let's say every time you've had a relationship, you've been cheated on. Have you ever heard someone say, now I'm not picking on the uh, this community. I'm not picking on you guys, LBGQ community. So please don't come for me. But I've heard many stories like this from women who have been cheated on men 
so many times that they say that they're going to start dealing with women. These people don't understand that what they just experienced is avoidance. Now, apart from that, which is a which may be which may be them actually uh, being homosexual, but that's another conversation. I'm not going to get into. Apart with avoidance, we hear today about the red pill, blue pill. The red pill, many people who red pill rage is what it's called. They're experiencing avoidance. They want to avoid women at all costs at that moment. Even though they want a woman, they're going to try to avoid being with them because they have just been betrayed by a woman. So they will spend some time avoiding women. Let's move on to number six. Repression. Respiration. Excuse me. Repression. Excuse me. That's the that's the word. Excuse me, guys. What what that means, and I hope I'm saying that word right, so don't quote me on the word. That means to destroy things that make you remember the person who cheated on you. So after you've been cheated on, if you guys don't live together and you go home, as soon as you walk in the door, you see a picture of you and that person hugging, they're hugged up on you, and it says, the, uh, the greatest love of all time. And then you go over there and you rip the picture up or you scratch out love and you put the greatest bastard of all time, the greatest cheater of all time, and you deface that photo. That's what that word means. So just to bring you a little bit closer to the definition of that word, that's what that means. You start to deface anything that makes you remember that person because that person is now going to make you remember that trauma or that traumatic experience or that traumatic conversation that you guys got into when they told you that betrayal was on the menu. Emotional numbing, number seven. You may become numb after you've healed, after you took some months to refine yourself or reposition yourself as a new individual you may become numb. Meaning, when you was 13 years old and you saw a female, you did everything in your power to make sure that she smiled, to make sure that she was happy, to make sure that you brightened up her day. You called, probably called her Sweetie Pop or uh, whatever other name you wanted to use as a pet name to make these females feel great or grand that you dealt with. All these guys, you may have used certain things, got them things, brought them things, brought them video games or, you know, brought them their favorite NBA or basketball jersey. Now, since you've been cheated on and you've been betrayed, you're no longer buying no no ninja-ish you're no longer buying no female nothing. You're no longer giving your feelings out to someone because once you did it, you were stabbed in the back. So you're going to struggle a lot. 
with emotional numbness. Let's move on to number eight, hyperarousal. So hyperarousal means you're always on the edge, you're always jumpy. And if you've been cheated on and you've taken the person back, if you walk in the house and they are on their phone outside on the back porch, you're going to be on edge. You're going to be jumpy. You're going to experience hyperarousal because you're going to believe that they're out there doing something that they have already done before. Or if you ever started to go through their phone and you get the jitters, you're shaking, you're trembling, you hope that you don't find something. That's hyperarousal. You're hoping that nothing inside of that phone is going to present itself so that you can turn around and feel even more betrayal than you already feel. Let's move on to number nine, irritability. So irritability can be from sleepiness or difficulty maintaining future relationships. You become irritated quickly. You get upset quickly. You're mad all the time. The simplest things that they do piss you off, and you've never been like this. But you are so disconnected in your new form that you don't understand. You've changed it to someone else. But you say that this someone else that you've created is someone that's solid, someone that won't allow people to hurt them again, someone that will stand fast on what they believe in now, and you're just ready all the time for anything and anyone to try to stab you in the back once again. Ladies and gentlemen, depending on how much sleep you've gotten and depending on how much emotional awareness you have, that is irritability. We're going to move on to number 10. The guilt and the shame. Now, why, if I was cheated on, would I feel guilty? Why, if I was cheated on, do I feel shame? Well, the reason why you feel guilt is because you want to understand. I did everything I can do for this person. And I I dressed myself up. I became the most beautiful rose in a rose garden. And they still decided to pick a daisy. So this guilt or this self-doubt or this shame that you feel now because you were not picked or picked over is considered guilt. Because you start to blame yourself. You start to think it was you. You start to think that that person is better than you. And they do things better than you. And they act better than you. They are better than you. And you put yourself down. And the reason you're putting yourself down is because you feel guilty and you feel it's your fault. And you start to feel the shame. But as I end this, I say to everyone who has experienced cheating, who has physically seen, who has physically 
seen it, and who has been told that they have been betrayed. I say to you, if those nights are becoming extremely sleepless, sleepless, go seek help. Go speak with someone and talk to someone. If thoughts of suicide are running rampant in your mind, reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. I have that number up right now on the screen. You guys on the podcast, do me a favor and check out the video. Or right now on your phone, Google the National Suicide Hotline. Do not let this person take over and win the battle you feel like you've lost. I hope that makes sense to you guys. Thank you for checking out the podcast here on this Monday, June 27, 2022. With your understanding, compared with my understanding, we can create a greater understanding. You've been listening to Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Monday, June 27th, 2022. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace out.